Welcome to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. I'm Mark Short, and this is Just a Thought. Well, you may or may not want to listen to today's uh, episode because I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the chase. I'm going to, as it were, not make any excuses about what I want to talk about, which are cutting through the excuses. You say, well, where's this coming from? Well. Here recently, it seems like I've come into into contact with a lot of different people that, for one reason or another, are now living an existence that's simply based on making one excuse after another why they can't. When I well know that if they'd cut through the excuses, they could they could overcome, they could stop doing what they're doing, they could accomplish, they could uh, get further down the road, whatever, but they want to excuse themselves, I don't know, so people will either excuse them or feel sorry for them or something along those lines. I just don't understand it, but I know that it has created (laughs) enough of a spark in me or a rub as it were that I want to I want to share a thought today along those lines you know I figured out a long time ago that if there were as many people actually serving the Lord and doing everything he's asked us to as there are those that make excuses why they can't we could literally win our world and accomplish some pretty Tremendous things for God in a very short period of time. Now, I've been a pastor for a lot of years, 40 plus, 45 plus now. And I sometimes think, okay, I've heard it all. I've heard every excuse there is. But I'll tell you what, I've been reintroduced to a whole new, here's a big word for you, plethora of excuses during the pandemic that we are now and still coming through, even now after almost a year and a half. And people have gotten really good at their excuses, but in the end, they're still just tired old excuses as to why they can't. When I've got to tell you, I believe God isn't looking for people that are excusing themselves and making excuses for why they can't when he's saying, but I have enabled you. And if you'll just reacquaint yourself with my thinking along these lines, most things, no, all things are possible with me. So we can make excuses or we can we can <laughs> we can actually do something. James W. Moore just wrote a book titled Yes Lord I have sinned, but I have several excellent excuses. <laughs> you know as well as I do that God isn't interested in our excuses. He's interested in us serving him and one day making heaven. I have to imagine that God must have a book in which he has recorded every excuse he's ever heard. Maybe he's possibly titled it the best excuses I've ever heard. And I can assure you, I think I've heard them all, but I can tell you he has heard them all. And I'm equally assured that he's tired of hearing them because God's looking for those that won't make excuses as to why they can't, but will say, Lord, 
I can and will if you'll help me. With your help, Lord, I'll do it. Folks, we aren't going to be a people at the judgment throne that when we stand before God are going to be able to say, yes, Lord, but, but Lord, no, it's all going to be laid to bear. All of our excuses are going to be burned up and only what we have done without excuse is really going to end up being what matters. You've ever made excuses to the Lord, though, I will assure you, you are in good company. A lot of Bible characters, men and women alike, they did it. Moses did it. He said, God, I can't. I can't. I'm not good. I, you know, I have personal incompetency. I'm not good at speaking. Gideon did it. He said, I'm just, my social position will not allow me to do what you're asking me to do. Jeremiah did it, pleading personal weakness. You know, the man with the one talent in the New Testament did it. He was afraid of what his master would do if he squandered or wasted or lost the talent that he was given. And as we've already talked about this morning, just momentarily, in well, we haven't talked about it, I'm sorry, but in Luke, the 14th chapter, and we're not taking the time to read all of that, but in the 16th through the 23rd verses, it talks about some individuals that were invited to a banquet, and they all had excuses why they couldn't come. Everybody has an excuse. Unfortunately, excuses don't get the job done or the dreams fulfilled or the goals reached. We've all been there. Maybe we are there. Lord, you know, I would witness more, but I'm just shy. It's not my personality. I'm just not a good talker. I'm called to pray. Lord, you know, I'd attend church more, but I'm just so busy. That's our only time to shop or wash clothes or mow the grass or visit family or watch TV. (laughs) There was a family, and I may have shared this before, but I can still remember this. And I'm just a kid. I just hadn't been saved all that long, but I'd begun to spend a lot of time with our pastor, and I knew I was called in the ministry, and I began to become a little more observant, a little more sensitive to different things, especially church people, their church attendance, things like that, that I figured if I ever became a pastor would probably matter to me then. So I just kind of began to pick up on those things. And I remember a family in our church that never missed church on Sunday morning. Now, these are the back in the days we had church Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesday night. (laughs) and our salvation was pretty much tied to our being at church all three services and any other time the church doors were open. Well, I will plead and I will admit and confess that I've grown beyond that thinking because I know that going to church isn't what is going to get us to heaven. But if we're going to heaven, I think we ought to want to go to church. I think we ought to want to be there as often as we can just to be with others that we're going to be spending eternity with, that we can feed off of, that we can gain something from. But back in those days, we did kind of think that if you weren't at church every service, that there was something wrong. But anyway, I remember this one family that never missed on Sunday mornings, 
And they never missed on Wednesday nights very often, but they were never there on Sunday night. And I can remember because I was with Pastor Saulstrand when he asked this family, he said, hey, we're going to be having something on Sunday night. He said, why don't y'all come? He said, we never get to see you on Sunday night. And they said, oh, no, Pastor. He said, we can't come on Sunday nights. He said, well, why not? He said, well, we have a family tradition. And he said, we stay home on Sunday nights and watch the wonderful world of Disney. Now, I don't know how many of you that are listening remember that every Sunday night, the wonderful world of Disney came on and it showed some Disney movie or whatever. I don't remember because I was at church on Sunday night, but that was their family tradition. That was their excuse. They couldn't come to church on Sunday night because they had to stay home and watch Disney. That was their family tradition. I'm not going to say that was right or wrong, but in that moment. It was just an excuse. Other people, you know, will make excuses for why they do or don't give. You know, Lord, you know, I'd give more, but we hardly make ends meet now. And, you know, we have to buy that new whatever, new boat, new trailer, new, you know, living room set, new TV, whatever. And we're so far behind now, it's doubtful we'll ever see the light of day. You know, we'd give more, but we're saving for a vacation. You know, we'd give more, but we just can't afford to right now. But if we ever get ahead, we're going to. Lord, you know I'd like to be more committed, but I'm afraid you'll ask me to teach a Sunday school class, or you'll want me to give time I don't have, or you'll send me to Africa, or Lord, you know, whatever. It's just we can make all the excuses we want to. They're there for the making. But folks... When we finally make up our minds to stop making excuses and start doing is when we'll start accomplishing and attaining and fulfilling God's will for our lives. Everyone can make an excuse. Why not be different and be one of those who don't? Don't make excuses, but do what you know God will help you to do. Aren't you glad Jesus didn't make any excuses when it came to the cross? Well, I would, but I think it's going to hurt too much. Oh, I would, but, you know, probably not everybody would accept, you know, my sacrificial sacrificial death, and so I just don't know if it'd be worth it. He didn't make any excuses. He gave himself as a lamb led to the slaughter. He did it because he knew the end result, even though everyone wouldn't accept it, would be the provision and the way for you and I to be with him and the Father for eternity. You know, George Washington Carver said one time, 99% of failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. A lot of people fail because they begin to excuse themselves before they ever attempt whatever they're going to attempt. I can tell you this, God's plan for enlarging his kingdom is so simple one person telling another about the Savior, and yet we're busy and full of excuses, and we've made up our mind we couldn't ever tell someone about the Lord. We couldn't. We, we just wouldn't be able to. Why? Because we think we just don't have that in us. But remember, here's the deal. Someone's eternal destiny is at stake. Someone's eternal destiny is at stake. The joy you'll have when you meet that person in heaven will far exceed any discomfort you felt in sharing the gospel. 
And that thought comes from Charles Stanley, one of the great Baptist ministers of our time. He said, you'll never lead anyone to the Lord if you begin making excuses as to why you can't, which prevents you from even trying. If you really want to do it, you'll do it. There are no excuses. In other words, and this pertains to anything, we do the things we want to do and make excuses for everything we don't want to do. And some people... (laughs) Some people, they will, they want to excuse themselves in life from based on how they were raised, how they were treated, what somebody said to them when they were younger. And I understand all those things. I really, really do. I had some people that told me that I would never amount to anything in the ministry. I'd never accomplish anything for God. I was too frivolous and too non-serious. I, you know, I made light of everything and, and God would never use me. And I could have listened to that. And if I had failed in the ministry, I could have always pointed back to that individual's opinion and thought and used it for an excuse. Well, they said I'd never amount to anything. They were, I guess they were right. Well, I chose not to listen to that. And I've chose not to listen to others that have exercised their opinion that I could have easily attached and latched onto and, and made that an excuse for why I didn't, why I couldn't, why I would never. But folks, Don't give in to excuses that can keep you from really living the best life God has for you. Now, I don't know who I'm talking to today, but somebody's listening to this and you've been making excuses as to why you can't when the Spirit of God is speaking you even right now, telling you, yes, you can. I'll help you. You can overcome that. Don't let words that have been spoken over you in the past become an excuse that keeps you from your destiny and the plan God has for your life. Be stronger than your excuses. You know, he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else, said Benjamin Franklin. Cam Newton, who is a quarterback in the NFL said, I hate excuses. Excuses are disease. I don't know about much about Cam Newton, but I know that he has, has had a fairly successful uh, career in the NFL, made it to the Super Bowl a few years ago, though they didn't win. And he's run a little bit on tougher times these last couple of years. But he said, I'm not making excuses. Excuses are disease. I've I've come into contact with so many people over the years that literally, I think I've heard every excuse imaginable. Someone comes up with some ridiculous, lame thought that proves ignorance literally is not dead sometimes, though. I'm thinking, okay, I've never heard that one before. But here's the deal. People spend too much time finding other people to blame, too much energy finding excuses for not being able or not being what they're capable of being and not giving enough energy and putting themselves on the line 
to grow out of their past and get on with their lives to accomplish what God has ultimately destined for them. Let me tell you something. When you don't feel healthy, stop the excuses and do something. Just go outside and walk, breathe, whatever. Life's too short to fall into a rut and excuse yourself literally from life itself. You're in charge of you. Treat yourself well, and it'll show. I I know too many individuals that are not accomplishing what God has for their lives right now because they're steeped in making excuses as to why they don't have the right job, they didn't marry the right person, they, you know, just haven't gotten lucky enough, or God, you know, this happened or that happened, or God did this or didn't do that. And on and on the excuses go. We need to cut through the excuses. We need to drop the excuses, or as I said in the beginning of this, cut through the excuses and begin to not say, I can't because, but say, I know I can because. God has said he would be with me. He said he would enable me. He said he would help me overcome this. I don't know what area you might be making excuses in. It may be your spiritual life, maybe your physical life. Well, I would lose weight, but but you won't get off the couch. You won't stop eating things you know you shouldn't eat. Okay, now I know I'm meddling and I'm, I shouldn't go there, but I used to make those excuses, and I weighed 310 pounds because of those excuses. I stopped making the excuses. I lost 100 pounds didn't happen easily. I had to work at it. Then I had to, I had to tell myself every day, you're going to make this. You're going to do this. You're going to take, get your steps in. You're, you're going to cut out the things that you know you don't need to eat as much of. And I stopped making the excuses. I started losing the weight. Other people think, oh, I got a terrible marriage. My wife this, my husband that. Folks, you, you don't excuse yourself in that in that arena. We can always blame somebody else and, and make excuses as to I'd have a better marriage if my spouse would do better. Maybe it's you, and you know it's you. Maybe you could have a better marriage right now if you'd stop making excuses and you'd start putting more into your marriage than you have in a long time. Okay, I could go on and on today. I think you get the thought. We need to stop making excuses and start living our life like it matters, and and it does matter. And let's stop blaming the government. Let's stop blaming whoever the president is. Let's stop blaming everything around, the culture around us. I said this to a group of ministers here recently. The church has got to quit making excuses that our culture is against us and they're influencing us in a wrong way. We need to stand up and be the influencing culture still yet, even despite everything that's going on. Well, I've gone on long enough. I think you've gotten my thought for today. Stop making excuses. Start living your life. Start overcoming and accomplishing because God wills that for you. He wants that for you, and he'll help you if you really want him to. Well, I'm done. That's the thought for this week. I hope you have a great week. I want to thank you for tuning in, listening in. Invite someone. 
if you would. If you haven't ever before, and if you have, invite somebody else to listen in to our weekly podcast. I, you know, I do these because I think, I hope that they're a blessing to someone. Maybe there's some someones out there that haven't ever heard any of our podcasts and you know who they are and you could invite them to listen. Well, thank you again for listening in. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. If you have any questions, comments, or have any prayer requests that Mark can pray over, please email him justathoughtmark at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and catch new episodes each and every week.